0: hello welcome back to made whole podcast i was just testing out the audio and um because i wanted to see if you could hear all the construction that's going on in the apartment complex but so far it sounded like you couldn't hear anything but it is quite noisy so i'm so sorry if you hear a bunch of construction in this and i'm just not noticing it but, I wanted to talk today about friendships. I feel like I, honestly, maybe just this whole year, have kind of just gone through a whole roller coaster with friendships, and not necessarily that anything happened in any of my friendships, but just my own feelings towards friendships changed. I had a lot, of, I don't know, just a lot more loneliness in this past year. Um, and just craving deeper connections and deeper friendships with people in person because I do have a lot of long distance friendships and I love them, but it's just different when you have people to do day to day life with. So, I just kind of wanted to share a little bit about that. Um, I would say my own friendships feel pretty, I don't even know if I could give a percentage but I mean obviously right now my friendships are like 99% long distance and like 1% in person but I think even before even when I lived um, in my college and was just in grad school and college life I would say my friendships were 50% long distance relationships and 50% in person like friendships, so um, I'm definitely not a stranger to long-distance friendships, and there are certain people that can just really make long-distance friendships work, and then you'll find that there are friends that really don't care or know how to put in the effort, and that is okay. I think sometimes the Lord just weeds people out like that, too. If you're really close with certain friends that you grew up from home and then you guys both go to college and they don't put in the effort to be intentional with you and you feel that, sometimes that can just be just a natural parting and that's okay. Um, Something I've learned a a lot more recently, like the past few months, I've always known this um, about myself, not always, but I've known this about myself for a while, but I guess it's just become more apparent to me in the last few months. But I'm a friend that really values loyalty. And I have a really hard time when I know that friendships are ending or when they do end. Or I even have a hard time letting myself make friendships or, yeah, make friends and have friendships with people when I know they're only going to be in my life for a little bit. So, like... I don't know how to explain it but like let's say there's someone you meet at a a church and you know I'm only gonna be here for the next year and then after that I'm moving back home to England or wherever like you know like oh that will be another long-distance friendship or maybe you just have this gut feeling like okay they're gonna be a really good in-person friend but they probably won't put an effort to be a long-distance friend and that's okay I just have a really hard time with that kind of thought of, like, some people are really okay with people coming in and out of their lives, but I think that's a reason why I'm very select on my friendships, and not that I don't feel like I'm kind or inclusive with people, but I really do value, like, getting to know people deeply and connect with them on multiple levels, and um really feel them out versus like until i i want to feel them out until um i kind of choose whether or not to like i guess invest more in the friendship and feel out like if they will be a more like a closer friend to me than maybe acquaintances or sometimes coworkers are so that's where I'm at with friendships um obviously since moving to a new city and not having a job at the moment my friendships look very different I'm not gonna lie I do feel quite lonely and my friends that so this is what I've noticed my friends that I've been in long distance friendship with for a while now obviously still great at keeping up the long distance friendship but my friends that I had been living closer to for the past five years not all of them have been the best at uh being intentional and staying connected even though I feel like I've really been trying to connect with them and I don't know that's just been really hard for me to accept the fact that like okay maybe Some of these closer girl friendships that I had weren't built or made to extend past that season of college life. and like just kind of coming to peace with that and realizing like, okay, maybe my intimate circle of friendships is getting a little smaller and that's also okay too and that doesn't mean that it won't expand again with other people that I meet in new seasons of life. And it's not that I have to cut those friends off or anything, just kind of accepting and realizing that they may not put in the effort that I expect them to or that I want them to or that I am putting in for them in terms of reaching out, asking to call or um, planning a time to meet up with them or whatever it may be. Um, I'm just kind of seeing and accepting that and then also realizing too that while i'm in a slower stage of life and my life has calmed down significantly that doesn't mean that my other friends lives are that way um too so they also still have their normal stresses and life to deal with and so it's a lot to balance and i know what that feels like so kind of just having grace for friends um and hopefully too, all my friendships know that like if they do ever want to reach out like I'll be here, but also, I think the Lord's just been kind of teaching me, like, you only have so much energy and space to invest in friendships, so, like, I personally want to put that towards the ones who also are wanting to equally invest with me, so, that's just what's been going on in my friendship life, um, as for in this new city, I don't, feel like i've made any new friends it's also something i've been thinking about more is when it comes to making a friend for me that's like honestly a six month to a year process before i consider like i've made a friend versus other people in my life um like even just like my husband may consider someone their friend after meeting with them for a few times and i think that's great and I love that people can just bond so quickly, but I definitely know that I take a lot longer to um, build friendships, and I think that's kind of, too, why I'm kind of just feeling stuck or having a hard time, like, putting myself out there, because if I'm being honest in my head, it's like, okay, I know I take really a long time to, like, make solid friendships and really, like, deeply connect with people. And if we're only going to be living in this city for hopefully another four months, part of me is like, well, what's the point if you'll finally, like, feel like they're friends by that point? Um, and then it's time to move. But I don't know. I also know that community and being connected to people is so really important, and I do want to have that. Um, so kind of just maybe accepting that, I may not make the deepest or most intimate friendships while I'm here and that's okay, but I can still have people to do life with or go to church events with or invite over, like stuff like that, I guess. Um, But it's hard for those introverted girlies to unite and become friends. So that's my journey. Um, but I also wanted to talk about, um, kind of more general for people listening, what, um, like qualities you want in a friend. I just had a bunch of different things that I was thinking about, um, and so I'll just start with, like, the qualities piece is this is something I've done slash I do, um, especially as I grow more in my faith or grow more, um, what's the word? As I like heal and I'm like in therapy and things, I've kind of written down qu- qualities that I want in a friend. And not in a way where I am like creating the ideal person to be a friend with, but more so qualities that I want or need in friends that I think are, I can't think of the word, I don't want to say necessary, but there is a word for it, non-negotiable maybe, um, so kind of some examples that come to mind are qualities that I want in a friend or someone who is loyal, Um and again, I am totally open to having non-Christian friends, but I definitely think like-minded or Christ-like Friends is extremely important to be intimately deep with. I feel like I personally feel like I can't have thriving friendships without with someone who isn't a believer because there's such a disconnect there on so many levels with that person. And I do have friends that uh, aren't believers and I love them dearly and I love our friendships and I know that they're going to continue for a long time. And there are some friends that aren't believers where I can tell them about my kind of spiritual life and thoughts and all that. But again, it's hard to really connect. It's like if I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like whenever someone tries to tell me about their passions for, let to say, surfing or something and... Actually, no, I'm going to go for something. Basketball. Like, if someone tries to tell me their passion's for basketball, like, I'll listen, but I'm not going to understand or even care at the same level as you. And I know it's, like, silly to compare, like, (laughs) the most intimate relationship with Jesus to basketball, but, like, that's just kind of what came to mind in the moment. So, that's, those are, like, some of the qualities I look for in a friend. But I'm not really thinking anything, like, superficial like must love to go shopping like to me there's way more important things but who knows if that's truly deeply important to you then you can write it down but I think another thing when it comes to like friendships I think we're really quick to be like oh I want a friend that has these qualities like I want a friend that writes me letters and bakes me cookies and drops them off at my house. And um, I guess these are like acts of service, words of affirmation. I want a friend that calls me up and we go swim at the beach or whatever it is. Like, let's say you have kind of these ideal, I want a friend, fill in the blank. I think it's so important that you be the friend that you want to have so if you want friendships that are that way then you also need to be writing a letter to your friend or making them their favorite batch of cookies and dropping it off at their house or sending them the text when you know that they have their first day of work or a phone call or if you're like oh i really want golf friendships where. Uh, they send me voice memos, like, if you have friends, you just don't have the kind of, like, relationship with them that you want, and you want it to be deeper or more intimate, I really do believe that, like, you become the friend that you want to have, like, you have to, even if it feels awkward of, like, okay, it kind of feels awkward that I'm writing my friend a letter and sending it in the mail, because that's just not what our relationship is, like, I feel like I felt that way a lot in college when I first started writing letters to my friends. And I was like, no, but like, this is the kind of friend I want to be to them because I love doing that stuff. But also, I think it just deepened our relationship a lot and allowed us to become more intimate with it, one another. So I think it just goes back to that whole idea of you can't expect something from someone if you, in turn, aren't willing to do it yourself. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's just, like, I think, too, it makes you appreciate your friend even more when you're, like, actively thinking of something that you want to do for them or with them. Um, It's just that, again, that intentionality piece. Um, And then something else that kind of came to mind was very, I feel like everyone talks about it very, overstated but I think that's super important um just to have quality friendships over quantity of friendships I mean I feel like it's very typical for people to say like oh in high school I saw all these people with a lot of friends and like then later I came to find like they would say like oh but I didn't have like quality friends or whatever it is and like I, to some extent, feel like I can relate to that because I definitely feel, I feel like I had a little bit of both. Like in high school, high school faith, I would say I was kind of just friends with anyone and everyone in a way. Like I, I didn't feel like, I don't know. I feel like I fit into a lot of different friend groups, people Granted, I was in a really small high school, but I did have those like two or three girlfriends that were my quality friendships. And I really clung hung tightly to those um, and still friends today. So, but I think in high school, like the idea of having like a big friend group and lots of friends is really like glamorized. And then when you go off to college, I did feel like my freshman year of college, I had a lot of friends and knew a lot of people, maybe even into my sophomore year as well. But honestly, after undergrad, I think just the quality of friends idea really started to make more sense to me of like, okay, uh, being surrounded by all these people and having all these friends is great, but I wasn't really being picky about the quality of people I was spending my time with, and obviously that's important because if you're not being picky about the quality of people, then you can sometimes get yourself into not good situations. And I mean, luckily for me, I was that wasn't the case, but I know for some friends, they just choose the quantity of people that they're with, but they're not looking at the character of the people they're hanging out with, and that can lead them down a bad path, so... I think that's really important and like not saying that we can't be in big friendships and they can't be meaningful or intimate um but I think it's just harder for to do and a lot of people especially me at least cannot maintain that kind of level with people I think actually my husband's a person who's very good at having lots of friends that he is intentional with and deep with um from what I can tell so for some people it's probably possible but personally for me I've just learned that like the smaller number of friends is better and a lot more manageable for me to connect with um and I think something else is just with the friendships that you do have in your life like Kind of going back to the piece of like finding qualities in a friend, um, like writing down the qualities you want in a friend, I do think that you should look for people who you can do life with to some extent, so if, but also you need diversity in friendships, so like what I'm saying is like maybe you love to volunteer at church events. And there's another girl there or person and you become friends and they love to volunteer at church events. Like you, you get to do life with that person or maybe it's a coworker you come really close with or a workout class you join and you become really good friends with someone in there and then you do life with them from there or you become a mom and you meet mom friends and you do life with them and their kids like that's really important um just to have friends that you're actively like doing life with rather than just hanging out with friends outside like I don't know how to explain it but like inviting people into your life to like do life with you so having a friend over not just to host them but also if you have errands you need to run or chores you need to do like going over to your friend's house and helping them with that or vice versa Um, Just making life feel a little bit less lonely because we often isolate ourselves and I don't think that it's always the healthiest thing. And I think it's so fulfilling too on my end if a friend is like, hey, I am just not doing well. Like I'm feeling really scattered and my house is a mess or my room or whatever. Can you come over and help me clean? Like, obviously, I hate to hear that a friend's, like, in that space, but, like, the Lord has given me gifts to serve people, and, like, if I love cleaning and a friend knows that and asks me to come over and help them organize or clean up or just hang out with them while they they try and organize and clean, like, I have a friend, and that's kind of, like, the dynamic of our friendship sometimes is just me going over there to support her in areas that I'm strong in and areas she's weaker in. And I think that's so beautiful because I think that's how life is meant to be lived. And so, again, it's kind of like you need to maybe initiate that sometimes with friendships in order for that to be, like, the model of your friendship. It's not always going to maybe be... A friend reaching out because that's really hard and vulnerable. So maybe you'll have to be the one to reach out to a friend first that you know. Let's say, I'm trying to think. Let's say you have a friend that is. mm, I can't think of anything honestly at the top of my head right now besides the cleaning thing. But maybe you have a friend oh maybe you have a friend that's really good at studying and being focused and all of that and you're trying to prepare for an exam or something and having a really hard time like ask them to come over and help you study or um maybe you have oh this is an idea maybe you have a friend that loves to like workout or go on walks or something like that and you're in a little bit of a workout rut and you're having a hard time motivating yourself like let that friend in on where you're at and ask them to maybe you can start small be like hey can you come over to my house and go on a walk with me this week or will you meet me at the gym or can we go to community pool or whatever it is like asking them to kind of step alongside you and support you, which I'm not the best at, I'm not saying that this is easy or something I do often, but I do feel like I have those moments where I just feel so weak, and all I can, like, feel is the Lord telling me to ask someone for help, whether that be, like, my husband or reaching out to my sister or my parents, but also, like, with those people, also friendships, um, I'm quick to, like, be like, oh, no, I don't want to burden a friend with this, like, this that's too much, but, like, I also know that on the flip side, if a friend were to be that way with me, it would mean so much to me. So um, definitely just doing life with people. is definitely something I want to work on, especially as I hope we get to know more people out where I'm living, Um, just finding more people that I can do life with. And if you don't have a current friend group or friends at all, at the moment I just want you to know that that's okay too I think the more we put pressure on ourselves to have these friendships or find these people the more overwhelming and less fun it will be um and I just encourage you to pray hard for these friends I'm in that state where it's like okay I do have friends but I don't have like friends out here or a friend group out here necessarily so I'm just in that stage where I'm Praying hard for those friendships um, to come, whoever they are, and then also just praying over the friendships that I do have because those are blessings as well. Um, And then something else I was thinking about is just kind of going back to the whole being intentional with friendships. But I think once you're out of undergrad for college or maybe even grad school, like It's just something people don't talk about enough, but you really do have to put in a lot more work with friendships and that's okay. That doesn't mean that the friendships are failing, but I think friendships outside of a school setting are just gonna be naturally that much more work because you get busy, they get busy. Life is crazy for all parties. So it's just definitely gonna take a lot more effort, maybe a lot more planning, maybe more driving to see each other whatever it may be that's something that kind of I mean I kind of experienced after undergrad but not really and I think realizing it more (laughs) now in the last few months like oh this is going to take more effort than I expected and I don't think I was ready for that and I wanted friendships to be super convenient in my life and they won't be and that's okay and um just trying to, like, put in effort into the friendships that I do have and realizing, again, like, if the friendship fades, that is okay, too. Um, just kind of having to choose which friendships are worth fighting for. So if a friend isn't putting in effort and I keep trying, kind of reevaluating, being like, okay, where does this friendship that I just need to let kind of fade or fizzle out? Or is this something that I want to fight for or need to fight for? Just kind of, like... I guess weighing weighing the friendship a little bit there. And again, like I said, not to say that I can't come back around and you guys could be close again in the future, but maybe it's just not your season to be close friends like you once were. And that's so hard for me to accept, but just learning that that's okay. Um, and yeah, my kind of just last thought tip advice I don't even know on friendship would be something that I desperately need to listen to um I feel like I'm trying I really do but I would say make plans with friends um so whether that be inviting them over planning a girl's night asking to meet halfway and get coffee going to the beach like Be the one to reach out and initiate plans with friends, Um, especially if you are more introverted. (laughs) Like myself, it just seems really intimidating and I think too, something I've been feeling at least is that I feel very like, none of my friends have made me feel this way, but I have made myself feel like I'm a burden for reaching out to people and wanting to do things. Because in my head I'm like, Oh, I have all this space and free time to do these things with friends but they may not have this time, so I feel like I'm burdening them or overwhelming them with trying to have make plans and so then I just don't reach out or don't say anything. But I know that's not true and I know they my friends have the voice and they can have a boundary too if that's if hanging out at the beach one weekend isn't in their schedule or they can't fit it into their plans like they have the ability to set a boundary and say no thank you or not right now whatever it is and that's okay um so maybe I just need to get over my fear of being shut down but I also don't feel like any of my friends have shut me down but um I just have that fear in my head sometimes so plan something with your friends, um, or if you don't have super solid friends, like, find some way where you can connect with hopefully like-minded people, so whether that be joining a Bible study at your church, or, uh, maybe a book club, a virtual one, or in-person one, or, I know, libraries do book clubs, or, Honestly, finding whatever your interest is and um, getting involved in some sort of like organized group activity is always a good idea if you're not the kind of person to like go into new environments and introduce yourself. But this is like my big piece of advice for myself. Like, you just have to actually like talk to the people and like get put yourself out there a little bit. And it's easier said than done. There are also just times in life where the idea of socializing feels a lot less intimidating, and then other times it feels more intimidating. And I know for a fact that I am in a season. I am in a season where socializing just feels so daunting. But I know it's something that my soul needs, and the, the Lord wants me to do. So I am just trying to be faithful and maintain relationships. But, like, every part of me just wants to be a hermit for the next, like, nine months and not see a single soul. I know that would be very unhealthy for me and I would spiral because I need people and, like, people need each other. But I'm just in my hermit era, I think. And I go through seasons sometimes where I'm like, no, I don't actually want to be alone. And then there's other times where it's, like... Sounds so nice, which is so ironic because I have the most amount of alone time I've probably ever had. And it's funny that I'm like, oh, deep down inside, I actually do want to be a hermit and be alone. But also, like, I I know I don't really want that. Like, I know I do want those friendships. Uh, so, I, yeah, just kind of trying to fight the, the two opposing desires and thoughts going on in my head for... Choosing the one that I know the Lord is calling me to. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. It has been a little hard with just the, the anxiety, but also the more so the like vasovagal symptoms that come up for me. Uh, just like the, the pain. That my body feels that I can't explain to people normally or control and I think it's easy for me to just be like oh it's anxiety because like people can understand that but I I know it's like oh this is an episode of face Facebook like this is what it feels like for me and I can articulate to like some people like oh it's when I get really lightheaded and all the things but I think that's really prevented me more recently from socializing in more intimate ways like I want to. Like I've had a desire to be more involved in church and do things, but either symptoms flare up or I don't know. I'm like, is the enemy finding ways to attack me through this? Like, I mean I don't wouldn't put it past him, but it's just frustrating because I think it's really hard to, I don't know what I'm trying to say, it's really hard, I don't want to like be the person that throws a pity party for myself, or like tries to make people understand what I'm going through, because I've kind of given up on that for a while, but it's just really hard when you have any sort of, I'm going to say any sort of chronic condition, ailment. Anything that really hinders you from living life, which I mean, we all have something, I'm sure, to some extent, but it's really hard to stay positive, to find joy, to want to pursue friendships, to want to pursue other things in life when you are in such intense either moments of pain or just in chronic seasons of pain. And you can't even explain, like, what that pain feels like to family or friends. And you're doing all the things you can think of. Like, it has just been so hard. And I definitely feel like, on a really, like, real note, my vasovagal syncope kind of thing has been affecting the way I socialize a lot and my friendships. Because especially with new friendships, because I do have a fear of an episode taking place when I'm with new friendships, and then I'm fearful that, like, because these are new friendships, they won't know how to handle this episode, and therefore I feel unsafe with those friends, and not because of anything they did, but it's so much easier for me to hang around my close friends that know me and have seen me through these episodes, and I know that of course, if I, like, don't put myself out there and engage with these new friendships, like, how are they ever going to know or, like, learn? But it's just scary. And this is kind of getting out to play. But something that I did that I think has really helped me is I joined a Facebook group for um, people living with vasovagal syncope. And I just started sobbing, like, the other day, oh, I'm going to do it again um reading about people that have experienced like the same things I did growing up and growing up I think it was really downplayed for me or maybe just like people didn't understand the actual diagnosis really that well but honestly in the last year or a few months it's become a lot more apparent to me of like how much more I need to be intentional about taking care of myself with this kind of a thing to actually help my body um but anyway so reading through these stories on this Facebook group I felt so seen I felt so deeply and so connected to these other women it's mainly women that I've seen um on the group but that have just, like, lived through this, too, or are currently living through it, and just the advice they give of, like, this helped me, or this doesn't help me, and, like, just hearing from people that struggle in the same way has been so helpful, and so that's another thing. If you're, like, looking for friendships, I mean, it sounds kind of silly, but maybe go to a Facebook group or whatever. I really don't know how to work Facebook, but Search for something that either you are dealing with, whether that be anxiety or I don't know, maybe you're going through a breakup or maybe you want it to be more lighthearted, like people that love anime or whatever it is, like finding people that will kind of make you feel less alone. It has been life changing, honestly, (laughs) being in this Facebook group and I've not commented anything or like posted anything. But just reading through it is so helpful. And so I don't even know actually how I got here. Oh, having a hard time with friendships because of this. And like, again, I don't want to ever blame my behavior or my choices in life on vasovagal syncope, but it does impact me a whole lot more and symptoms that I've experienced in my day to day life that I never knew were actually just vasovagal syncope and I thought these were things everyone lived with I've just come to realize like no that's that's a symptom you have due to your body's inability to have a normal nervous system and it's not necessarily anything I did or didn't do sometimes it's just genetic or stuff like that like we could go into a whole thing about it but I'm just learning so much through this, like, group and um, feeling less alone. So maybe start there. If you are just feeling lonely and you're like, I need friends, just find a, a group where you can get connected or feel heard or be empathized with or something like that, because that can kind of change the game. Um, I do feel like at one point, I do want to do another base of syncope like, episode, but also, I'm kind of in conflicted, because I'm like, okay, who really wants to hear about that, but then I'm like, I'm the person that really wants to hear about that, like, I look up stuff about it all the time, because I, I want to know a cure, and, like, so far, there's no real cure for it, and, like, there's a lot of things where there's no cure for it, but the fact that so many people struggle with it, like, Okay, you know what? I'll save this for another time because this is just going to get way too long and way too off topic. But maybe in the future, I'll do another episode about that. Definitely feel like I have a lot more to learn. Um, And yeah, just so many thoughts there. But I will keep this as a friendship episode. I really hope that you are either feeling encouraged in. Just knowing how to pursue friendships, or maybe you're feeling inspired about how you want to be maybe a better friend. I know when I was thinking of these ideas, it was really like kickstarting my creativity again to be like, okay, I want to be this kind of friend again, or think of new ways to be a better friend. Um, maybe it gave you a little bit of insight to. Maybe areas you're settling in friendships that aren't so healthy for you. I don't know, but I just hope it was helpful and that you um, just start to pray hard for your current friendships and future friendships and all the things. So I think next week, I want to say next week I'm doing a Halloween episode or I had some Halloween ideas, but. I really don't know what I have planned for next week, so it will just be a surprise, but know that at some point in the future, a Halloween-y type episode is coming up, so I just wanted to say thank you for listening, and I really didn't expect this episode to be this long, but not that it's a bad thing, but I just never know how much I actually have to say about something, but I'm definitely learning that I'm kinda like my dad, where if you get me talking I could just go for a while, even though I am more interpreted and quiet. I always think I don't have a lot to say. But I really do. So if you made it this far, feel free to rate this and comment a little um friend related emoji, like the little one holding hands. So I know how many people are listening to this. And, yeah, I'll wrap up right here, and I will see you next Wednesday for another episode. Bye.